0: This is An Older Gay Guy Show, and I am your host, Joey Hernandez. I've been a personal trainer for over 30 years, but like you, my life has not yet finished. In fact, my friends, maybe our lives have just begun. Please join me each week as we discuss many topics concerning gay life as we age. Hey! we may be getting older but we ain't going down without a fight no sir no sir we ain't going down without a fight we ain't going down we ain't going down we ain't sorry anyways hey happy start to the holidays thanksgiving always gets me excited like that because it's the start of the holiday season Or, I suppose you could say in gay life that Halloween probably started the holiday season. But either way, starting on Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, Christmas time. Time to buy Christmas presents. I think I will probably go to Mexico again for this Christmas to be with Paco's family. I've been working, kinda working, on my Spanish Every time I I leave there, I say, okay, next time when I come down, I'm going to speak Spanish really well. And then I get home and I have this application I work with and flashcards I work with, and I don't really get much better, I don't think. But anyway, I want to give a hello, shout out to Daryl. Daryl, thank you so very much for your five-star rating and your very kind comment on iTunes it was much appreciated. Thank you for listening to my rants here on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. And oh, ooh, ooh, I'm really excited because I started a Facebook page. So if you would like to I guess you don't join, I guess you like the Facebook page, it's called An Older Gay Guy Show. Ooh, big surprise. And it has my picture in it, the same one that's floating around on the podcast. So love to have you come aboard on the Facebook page. I'm going to do various photos at different times and different notices and try to get a chat going sometimes and all of that. So please come on board, Facebook page, An Older Gay Guy Show. Also, I'm going to be doing a video next week for the youtube channel that goes along with this podcast so you can go to an older gay guy show on youtube and there's already an introduction video i'm going to do one next week only because i've been like putting them off and the reason i'm putting them off is because rather than just always film in my office especially for the for the fitness and diet podcast i've been setting up a backdrop i've got a new camera i've got new lights Um, So all of that has to come together in a new format. So I'm going to do a video next week, but it's going to be me in my office again talking to you because I'm not ready to launch into that other format yet. So come on board. I have like 28 people or so on YouTube now that are liking it. (laughs) I can't even remember. Do you like it? Do you sign up? Oh, I guess it's subscribe to that. I'm old. It gets really hard to figure all these things out sometimes. But look for that next week in addition to a podcast. So in keeping with my quest to have a more active older gay community, I want to send an important message in this episode. So my name is Joey Hernandez, and this is No One Alone. The 29th episode of An Older Gay shop. Okay, so I'm going to tell you a story about myself and holidays. And I'm going to start by mentioning my dead parents. Oh, God, no, he's going to talk about his dead parents again. Yes, I'm sorry, I have to talk about my dead parents again. (laughs) I don't know if I ever told you, but in the other podcast, um, Beginner Diet and Fitness podcast, in the earlier episodes of that, which are no longer available, um, I was contacted by this girl that was in college, and they were listening to my podcast, And this girl was telling me that they were doing a drinking game, that every time I talked about my dead parents, they'd do a shot. (laughs) See, I'm like a game. I'm like Monopoly, the game of life, you know? I don't know. Anyway, so as you know, in case you don't know, you're going to know now. When I was a kid, a teenager, my parents died. My father died when I was 12. My mother died when I was a teenager. And because I was the youngest of five kids, and we were so spread out, all my siblings had families and were married and had kids. And so once my father died, it was my mother that was kind of holding the family together. And then once she died, we kind of all drifted off into different places. You know different people would stay in touch but there were some siblings that i did not stay in touch with my oldest brother ended up dying at 46 and i never saw him probably in the last 20 years of his life um and so yeah, you know, we were pretty fractured the gay thing i don't think really contributed to that my family is pretty open-minded and as a matter of fact one of my brothers that i'm not that close with, he has a daughter who's a lesbian, who's legally married to her wife. And they have two children, I think. They were each going to carry a child. So I think they have two children. But anyway, I've never even met her. And she's like in her 20s now. I don't even know her. So we were really spread out. And when I was a funeral director and I was living down Cape Cod, I was spending a lot of the holidays just by myself and I would drink. I was a big drinker through my 20s and probably through most of my 30s. I was a pretty heavy drinker and I now bar- bar- rarely, barely drink. Once in a while, I'll have a few drinks. <laughs> I got dr- because I don't drink. I think I mentioned it in the gay pride episode a while ago, I got totally blasted at a club on pride because I just don't drink and it just affected me so much. But the holidays always affected me a lot during that time. In my 20s, I would be drunk. I, in the evening, I would sit around staring at the Christmas tree, lonely alone, angry, depressed. It, it was a hard time. I wasn't on any antidepressants or anything at the time. Um, so yeah, alcohol was my friend. The one thing that sticks in my mind so, 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 so clearly was one of the Christmases when I was down Cape Cod and I was just alone on Christmas and it was right after they first came out with VHS tapes and the fact you could rent a VCR and watch movies. Oh, it was amazing. Oh, my God. I could watch anything. So I got five movies that I planned on watching throughout Christmas Day. They, I think they were horror movies because <laughs> I, I tend to like horror movies. And I was in the middle of watching those when my doorbell rang. And there was a fire chief of the town who was bisexual. He was married, but he and I were just friends. We used to go to the same gym, and we used to talk at the gym and stuff. And he had a basket of food made for me. And I was thrilled to death that someone thought enough to do this and to come by on Christmas, he left. He left his family for a short time, for an hour or so, to come by. I was in the next town. It wasn't a long drive, but he he came by and we sat down and we had some food and we had a drink or something, and it just stays in my mind so much that that man went out of his way on a family holiday to come spend a little bit of time with me, and. I'm never going to forget that, ever. So anyway, what I used to do, especially at Christmas, is because I was alone, I I watch soap operas. Oh, hate to admit that, but I do. I've watched Days of Our Lives on and off for 40 years, more than that, 45 years, and General Hospital on and off for... Pfft, 35 years or so. I kind of know what's going on. I don't watch them all the time. I probably maybe once a week will see a show. I'll have it on in the background if I'm doing something on the computer. But when I was younger, because I was alone, those soap operas were really important to me. They were the celebrations that I had on holidays, especially on days of our lives, because on days of our lives, they have a tradition that every year they have a Christmas celebration in this same house, which of course is just a a set. And they have a Christmas tree and one by one, all of the characters, most of the characters, will open boxes and pull out ornaments with their name on them and they will hang them on the christmas tree and it's you know it's it's very dramatic music and they'll do little flashbacks of the scenes of those characters sometimes some of the characters are dead so they'll do a little reminiscing about the dead person or whatever and it, it, it became this weird thing that I used to always watch this at Christmas because I, I've mentioned to you, I've had boyfriends on and off. Sometimes we were together at Christmas, but they were never any big relationships for me until I met my husband. So, so last Christmas, Paco and I went down to Mexico and celebrated Christmas with his family. Now his family mostly speaks Spanish the very little English is spoken the younger people speak a little bit better Paco's mother does not speak any English so the conversations that I have with her are very limited unfortunately unless Paco's there and translating for us so last Christmas was my second time going down to Mexico and being with his family but this was the first time at a big holiday like this I ended up cooking for them. I, I made something on Christmas Eve for the whole family. And then on Christmas day, I made something else that was really big, uh, because all these friends and neighbors and relatives from far away all come to the house. So I made this mass amount of food for people. But as part of what I wanted to do is I work a little bit newly in stained glass. I took a class a couple summers ago and I have all the equipment and I'm just kind of starting out. My my stained glass work is, is not very good, but I try. I guess I'm getting a little bit better as I go along. So what I decided to do last Christmas when we were going down there is I made all these individual stained glass Christmas ornaments and I wrote the people's names on them just like, (laughs) just like days of our lives. So Paco's family, like many people down there, are very, very, very Catholic. And so part of Christmas Eve was doing a rosary that his mother and his sister would recite, and everyone in the group would follow along saying, uh, different prayers in in unison. So I, I I guess they were reading, or I'm not sure how they did it. Anyway, it was all in Spanish, so I had no idea what was going on. But I, I did sit there and I did uh, just kind of participate as much as I could. I, to be honest. With you. <laughs> To be honest with you, what would happen is when they came to the part that they would all recite, because I didn't have a book and I don't know Spanish, I just kind of made sounds that would be as close to Spanish sounding as possible. (laughs) But no one was paying attention. I was mumbling it like, you know. To go along with it i have no idea what they're saying and all i kept thinking was how long does this take exactly and it was like 45 minutes oh. and this year we'll be doing it again and then so i thought at the end of that right <laughs> i'm watching this booklet that that Paco's mother is reading out of and turning the pages. And I, I kept looking at the booklet going, well, there's probably like, it can't be that many more pages, right? Is that the last page? Maybe. And it just kept going and going. So at the conclusion of it, I wanted to give the ornaments to everyone. And so I said to Paco, cause everybody started to scatter a little bit. I said, can you hold everybody here? I'm going to go get the bag and I'm going to give out the ornaments. And he's like, well, there's actually more that we do for the s- service. And I said, this more? <laughs> what? And I guess they do this thing where they hold a statue of the baby Jesus, and you go over and you kiss it, and you get candy? Or I, I didn't quite get that part, but I went along with it. Sounds good. Sure, yeah, whatever. So at the end of that, I'm like, finally, finally, finally. So I sat down and I I said, I have something to tell everyone. Because everyone was in the living room by the Christmas tree. And I had asked Paco to translate for me. And I basically told the story of what I just told you about, you know, my family dying and being alone and... uh, Days of our lives and all that shit. So, so he had to say a a telenovela, you know, that I watch a telenovela, which is super embarrassing, but, and that I had these ornaments for people. And as I'm telling this story, I just kept like choking on the words because it was so emotional. In fact, Paco's sister started filming the second I started talking because she, I guess she knew that I had a bag and I was going to take stuff out. But as I'm telling the story and as I like choke and say, you know, I'm sorry, just give me a second because, I, you know, I don't want to like start crying as I'm telling this story. His, his sister stopped videotaping <laughs> because it was like, oh my God, what is this guy doing? So I finally got through the whole story and I said, you know, this is the first time in 30 years I'm spending Christmas with a family and I wanted you to know how much this means to me and so I made these ornaments and so I gave them out to the different people uh, his little niece would hand them out to people I say okay this is for uh, your mother and she'd bring it to her mother this is for um, Paco's brother and she'd bring it to him and I purposefully had a really special one for Paco's niece she lives in in an attached house to where it is and she's she and i are very close and she loved i call her my princess so uh la princesa so i had made this ornament that was grander than all the other ornaments the others were like christmas trees and candy canes and uh maybe a star i don't even remember what they were but her i did this big elaborate princess and i worked really hard on it and it came out really nice So, I purposefully had it at the bottom of the bag with everything covering over it. And so I hand them all out and I go, okay, okay. So, everybody has their ornaments and she's just standing there with like a sad look on her face. And I said, what's the matter? And she said, nothing. She was real sweet. She's like, nada. And I said, oh, wait a minute. I think I might have one more thing. And so I pull out this really beautiful princess damn i it it came out good i gotta say the others were crap to be honest with you they looked really bad but this one i just spent days on so that was um really amazing for me to spend a holiday with a family again and it looks like we're going to go down again this year and i'll get to do it all again um and that rosary oh Nothing against the Catholics that are listening, but whoa, that rosary. I'm going to get myself ready this time. I'm going to maybe look up some stuff and try to figure out what they're chanting. (laughs) They're probably chanting, get rid of the American, get rid of the American. I don't know. Anyway, but the point of what I'm doing in this podcast today, and the reason that I wanted to do it in all seriousness, is that there are people within the sound of my voice that will be spending holidays alone and i know how that feels i really do they will do like what i did which was tell everyone oh it's fine you know no big deal because inevitably people will ask you you know so what are you doing for christmas or whatever and you could lie or you could just say you know i'm just gonna be alone and Planning on watching a bunch of movies or whatever, you end up trying to cover for yourself, and you know you tell them that you want to be alone, you know. And so many times, people will invite you to come to their house or whatever, and you can just just tell by the way that the invitation is presented that they're doing it because they feel like they have to. That. You know, they they feel sympathy and empathy for you that you're alone, but they're inviting you into their big family unit and they're just being polite, I think. And the people that they ask, you know, those of us that were alone, you know, you don't want to intrude or you think, you know, you don't want to go there because you're afraid that your depression about the holidays is going to be noticed and will affect their holiday, so there's there's a lot of reasons why people that don't have family or don't have close friends spend the holidays alone and they they do the best they can to make the world think that everything is fine. And I just wanted you to know that reaching out to someone and taking the time to invite them to dinner which they may or may not go. What I think is nice is if you invite them to dinner and they go, oh, no, thank you. You know, you have your family and I know that's going to be a big thing and your wife is working all day cooking or whatever. Um, invite them for drinks maybe then, you know, and say, okay, well, you know, if, if you don't want to do the dinner thing, I, I I totally understand that, but why don't you stop by for drinks? We'll have a few drinks and then, you know, after dinner, and then, you know, just be very relaxed and just spend some time. And I can't tell you that how important it would be for someone who is alone to have someone invite them into their family like that. Paco and I went down last Christmas because I wanted Paco to be with his family for Christmas, and I had met them, and I know that they um, initially knew I was coming down and probably tolerated it in some way, at least the thought of it. And then when I got down there and I did the ornament thing, I did the cooking, they made me feel like they are my family. And that's an amazing feeling and so i know that if we go down this christmas again that this i know that they want me to come down for christmas that if paco went by himself they would all be where's joey why is joey not coming down you know he's part of the family and that makes a big difference and even if you're just reaching out to someone to try to ask them to spend some time with you on thanksgiving or on christmas it makes a difference in people's lives. There's so much on the news right now about the horrendous election and the things that we are going to have to endure for the next few years. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of um, anger. And I know many of us think that there's nothing that we can do The world is changing in a negative way for us right now. And we're powerless to do anything about it. But what we have the power to do is we have the power to affect even one person's life. And it's kind of like a domino effect by doing something for one person, by inviting them so that they're not alone that person may then reach out to somebody else that they haven't spoken with or whatever, which in turn causes like a domino effect. And it's like a little ripple in the water, but the, the, the wave goes out all the way across through many people. And so I, I'm going to ask, I, I don't know any of you. I know you're All over the world, I know that you're in countries that do not celebrate Thanksgiving, so you're probably listening to this thinking, what's this crazy American guy talking about? Um, But for the people that do celebrate Thanksgiving, let's try to reach out and try to make someone's Thanksgiving just a little less lonely. Because that loneliness can kill you, that loneliness can destroy your heart. So one of the things that I'm going to do, that I, I'm going to mention, is that um, on Thanksgiving, Paco and I are going to have a small dinner. I am dieting and losing weight, so, <laughs> and Paco wants to, so it's like we're having Cornish game hens rather than turkey and i'm just going to stuff them with like a a homemade stuffing i'm going to have a little bit of mashed potatoes and we're going to have a squash thing from blue apron because we get that each week and so we're going to utilize one of those for dinner it's going to be a small dinner but on thanksgiving evening which is thursday for those of you that aren't sure where it is on thursday i'm going to go on skype and i'm going to start a chat room and I want to invite any and all of you all over the world to come in and participate in the chat, where we're all just going to be talking about whatever, you know, somebody mentions a topic or something or calls me crazy or, or whatever, and, and we'll all just, you know, talk and spend some time together. I'm going to do it from 6 p.m. Eastern time in the United States. 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, United States, until 8 o'clock Eastern Time in the United States. So for two hours, we're going to have this chat room. Please don't leave me sitting there alone (laughs) with nobody to talk to. That wouldn't be cool. Let's all try to participate if you can, if you're free, if it fits into your time zone. So 6 to 8 p.m. on the East Coast is going to be... Come on, I can do the math. I think it is 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. on the West Coast. I believe it's around 11 p.m. or midnight-ish over in England and that part of Europe. And uh, I know the time zones go way crazy once you go all the way over to Indonesia and Australia. It's probably like Christmas Day over there. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) There's a big-ass time zone change, whatever it is. Um, But if you're free, if you have a few minutes, come into chat. Um, I'm using my name on, on Skype, so it's Joey Hernandez, and I have the photo that goes with the podcast. And I think I'm not really big on how to use Skype. I haven't used it many times. But I think you come on and you just ask to participate, You send me a little message, I approve it, and put you in the chat room. I think. Fingers crossed. I'm old. Give me a break. I'm old. And uh, we'll have a little chat on Thanksgiving and see how everybody's doing and what everybody's up to and what your dinner was like. And if you're not participating in Thanksgiving, what are you doing? What's going on? So just two hours on Skype, if you get a chance. 6 p.m. Eastern Coast time to 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern United States time. I said this was going to be short. Here it is a half hour. Sorry. Anyway, I will be back next week as well as doing a video. Please check out YouTube, An Older Gay Guy Show. Subscribe to that and you can have fun with the videos too. So much fun. It's like a Monopoly game, the game of life. I said that. Anyway, my best to you if You don't participate in the chat room if you're busy or can't do it or don't want to. Have a wonderful holiday, please, and reach out and make somebody's day. Bless to all of you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.